All right. Coming to you live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Studios, Wario K. Rule, uh, Bowser, Andros Gannon. This is Video Games a Comedy Show. I am your host, Jeremy Schmidt, and we have a hot, ooh, a piping hot podcast for you lined up today. Uh, to my right is a returning champion of the show and a good friend of mine, Jelai Diaz. Hi. So long, eh, Bowser. Awesome. <laughs> That's probably the most rushed sound effect I've ever come up with. Uh, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. I feel well rested. Good. Uh, I'm gonna good. need it for. You're gonna need it tomorrow You're morning. Need it. Yeah, uh, and and tell us what's happening tomorrow morning. I from what yes. I understand, you have uh, picked a fight with somebody, and you have to get up at the crack of dawn to fight them. Is that right? <laughs> I'm gonna fight someone <laughs> at the crack of dawn, and then after that, I have a yeah. live show. <laughs> uh, as part of the, uh, the Dale Close Marathon, I'm doing my video game podcast. Uh, Inside Video Games and Gaming, which is the <laughs> new name of it. And why the name change? I gotta ask. Uh, the name change because I um, I forget. Do I, on this show, am I still like doing a character? I forget. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in, in, in Los Angeles, I feel like we, we all go through that feeling. Okay. We, are we doing a character right now? Right. Are we us right now? The world which, is but a stage and us players. And us, the players upon that stage. Yes. Uh, so let's, let's do both. Let's say... You tell us why as the character, and then tell us why for real. Okay, so this is what really happened. Mm -hmm. I got into some legal issues with my previous uh, podcast uh, host hosting service, Nerdist.com. <laughs> Apparently, they don't really host podcasts anymore. <laughs> what uh, happened with Nerdist? Oh, well... <laughs> I'd say Chris Hardwick probably <laughs> did some stuff. and uh, Well, he actually sold Nerdist before any of the bad stuff came out. Mm, mm, mm. And then after that, just uh, everyone who had a very popular podcast on the network just left right. on their own accord. But we're supposed to still like him because he did get his old job back, right? He apologized on live uh -huh. air on Talking Dead, so I, I think he's all good. <laughs> I like that I'm making July answer for all these people's <laughs> crimes. <laughs> And uh, what's the fake reason that you changed the name? Uh, the fake reason is because I wanted to, um, I had a dumb idea to create a Twitter account for mm -hmm. it. And <laughs> I had to justify why the acronym for the Twitter. So the Twitter account is Inside VAG. Mm -hmm. So Inside Video Games and Gaming <laughs> is why I came up with that name. You know, it sounds like, um, I mean, uh, 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 a comedian who is of the ilk of maybe the Broken Lizard uh, variety might sure. might have might say it sounds like Inside Vag. Uh, sure, sure, but it's have not you, that. But have you been confronted with that yet? You or? know what? I have. Uh, I tweeted something from the account. A uh, couple, like, I guess there was like a. Uh, opening for the gamecube uh when they came out and okay. i guess a lot of celebrities went to this event i saw that yeah <laughs> like tara reed and mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. uh sweet Zach life Green. of zach and cody boys dylan and cole sprouse oh the sprouse uh, boys yeah lil kim yeah lil uh, kim i saw that tweet <laughs> very good i'd also like to congratulate you on your on your semi-viral tweet oh thank you yeah uh the seinfeld one Yes. That's a July original. Yes. Yeah. Check that tweet out. Yeah. It's what a... made you tweet that? Honestly, you want, me to be, you want me to just tell you for real? Yeah. So apparently it is like a, and we will get to the next guest, right? <laughs> <laughs> You'll introduce the next guest. Well, I feel like, it, in, do you feel bad for chiming in even though we haven't introduced no, you? No, I'm good. I just yeah. jump in. Uh, if but anyone does not know the voice of the, our second uh, guest uh, uh, in the round table here, it's returning champion to the show, Michael Hearn. Hey. How's it going? Michael Hearn, we're about to kill some arms. 
and now back to July. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to Hearn in a second. You, yeah. you, saw, you saucy. What was I talking about? Um, Seinfeld. I don't know. Oh, the Seinfeld tweet. Yeah. yeah, so apparently it was already a meme. Oh. It's already a tweet format. I didn't know that. I wanted to do my own spin on it because I did see someone else tweet it, but I didn't know, you know, it was already like a mm-hmm. format to do that tweet. Uh, you mean just the style? The style of it. So it'd be like, hey, Arnold, Helga. Uh, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Dana Bell, I guess, tweeted... Uh, a version of it with friends. Mm. Mm-hmm. So awesome. I know Dana Bell very well. She's on the same network of podcasts that this show is yes, on, yes. Crushing with Dana and Jeremy. And um, and that tweet was a really funny tweet. It, mm-hmm. Like huge, huge, huge tweet. Huge numbers. Yeah, huge for <laughs> yeah. real. And yeah. um, I was like, ooh, that's funny. I, I, let I'm gonna do one with Seinfeld, thinking mm-hmm. it's it's gonna be so dumb. Like maybe ten people will like it or yeah. whatever. And then it just like blew up. I got to look up this Dana Bell tweet. I got to see what's so funny about well, it. Well, I don't think she's on Twitter anymore. She So she's not on Twitter. Uh, how old is it? I don't know. Somebody sent me a screenshot of it. Interesting. Yeah, she's not on Twitter anymore, but she hasn't like deleted her account. Like it's still oh, you like, can still go to her profile. Oh, okay. But she just I think she just deleted the app from her phone. Not to speak for Dana, mm-hmm. but I totally will. She uh, is of. She's one of those people who's like, oh, I'm looking at Facebook too much. Gotta delete it. Looking at oh, Twitter um, too much. Gotta delete it. Yeah, yeah. that's me. Michael Hearn, it's good <laughs> to Austin have you Hearn. back, baby. Oh boy, how yeah. you doing, baby? I blacked out for a minute there, but yeah. I'm good. Oh. Uh, I'm good. I'm a little beat. I was supposed to beat up someone at Prada Don this mm-hmm, tomorrow, mm-hmm. but I thought it was this morning, so I got up early, and now I'm just... Yeah. Oh, my God. I uh, hate when I get up in the morning to kick someone's ass, and it's the next day. The next or, day. God forbid, it's the morning before, because then I look like a total uh, chicken. Mm. Yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. That's my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, her, what's she been? what's she been up to? Non-video game related. Non-video game related. Yeah. I was at Disneyland two weekends ago mm-hmm. uh, with my girlfriend and her dad for Father's Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very fun. That's nice. Got to nice. do a lot of rides. Got to eat a lot of food. Got to drink a lot of fun stuff. Um, drink a lot of fun, fun stuff. stuff. You know, the water and the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a small world after all ride. That's oh, fun. you it drink the water out of the small world ride? <laughs> yeah, it was delicious. Oh. Okay. It tasted like multiple countries. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> also, that ride is not nearly as... Like, you would think that would be problematic or something. It's pretty good. Yeah. It, it holds up. Uh, and then we were also on the Pirates of the Caribbean one, which they famously reversed. So it's not pirates chasing women. It's women chasing like robber pirates. Yeah. Now, sad. correct me if I'm wrong. Was sad. it sad? Sad. Sad. R.I.P. Was it always, uh, was it always, I thought it was men chasing women, but then there was like, it was like a, a joke where like, then the third one you see is a woman chasing a man always. No, I don't know. Uh, I, I never. Think you're right. Uh, in the original, I Maybe think. Maybe it was. But but now they changed them to it's all Maybe, women chasing yeah, men. Yeah, because I think yeah. the implication with pirates chasing women is they're up to more than just uh, general harassment. They're, uh, <laughs> they're up to some real Chris Hardwit stuff. Yeah, some <laughs> real. <laughs> oh, God. Oh allegedly. God. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, yeah, I want a career in this industry. He apologized for chasing that woman in circles yes. on air. Yeah. And then he released a video of him being chased around in circles. <laughs> so it's all good. We, we, we accept it. 
hey, I'm not going to work hey, in this town anyway. Why don't we yeah. um, uh, That's really interesting. Um, I haven't been to Disneyland in some time, but I went fun. I went during like the uh, the holiday season, I think. Uh, best time to go. Last year. And it's the best time to go. It was so awesome. The Nightmare Before Christmas stuff was inside the Haunted Mansion. That yeah. was so super fun. I bet that's cool, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. July, are you a Disney Disney lad? I go, um, yeah, during the winter because that's when it's all festive mm-hmm. and you get the fake snow. Fake snow. Fake Love snow. it. Delicious. Yeah. Delicious. <laughs> you eat that too? <laughs> Yum. Also, they do something cool for a small world. I, I, they, I think the outside of it's all dressed up nice mm-hmm. and then you go oh, in more stuff. Did you spot all of the hidden secrets inside small, wor- mm. small world? Well, yeah, I was just in full on Kingdom Hearts mode, running up walls, uh, pulling out my camera and looking for hidden mitties. Nice, and, nice. Um, no, I don't know if I'd actually do That's a professional <laughs> right there, bringing it back to yeah. No, I mean, I guess it's not really secrets, but it is like in almost every world they have like a reference to another Disney movie in there. So okay. it's like Aladdin is in mm. Egypt. But he like looks like the weird small world people. So like uh-huh. you could maybe not Kinda even know it was tell. him, uh-huh. but he's got like a carpet and there's a little monkey sitting Thanks. next to him. I know what you're saying, Jeremy. They all look the same. Uh, also, uh, yeah, like the Little Mermaids in it. When you get to like Africa, there's like a Simba. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah, the Caribbean section definitely had uh, allusions to Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. which they announced some live stuff about that. You heard about that? Have, there's like going to be a new. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? I haven't uh, seen this or heard about no. this. Uh, Ursula will be played by Melissa McCartney. Apparently, I did see. This. Oh, okay. <laughs> and <laughs> I didn't hear about it, but I did see it. Yeah, on Twitter. I think that's a good casting choice. Yeah. Um, other than that. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, just being a You know who I would have picked to Disney. play Ursula? Who? Who's that? Divine. Oh, boy, if she was is R.I.P. She, yeah, is she, she's, oh, she, is she, she's she passed alive. away? Yeah, I, I think, think it's possible. Oh, God. <laughs> possible R.I.P. Possible oh, my God. I, I'm sorry to any Divine fans out there. I, I just didn't know. Um, but I do like the idea of Divine as yeah. Little Mermaid Ursula. Mm-hmm. That probably was an influence somehow. She's been uh, around before Little Mermaid, correct? Yeah. Yeah. 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Uh, and then the last order of business before we get into video games is uh, uh, July. I have a little surprise for you. Oh, happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday! We're bringing in July's birthday the only way I know how with four minions. Now, I have to decide in real time, is the bit we let the whole thing play? How long is this video? Oh, oh, yeah, we can let it all play. Is it getting funnier? Oh, is this supposed to be funny? Okay. Oh, that's pretty funny. It was funny that's at the it. end. The okay, one, yeah. one of them punched Physical the other violence. Physical funny. violence is pretty funny. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Joy. Hardwick. Can I? <laughs> Hardwick. Hardwick, yeah. So just, we got, we, uh, oh, yeah. Just wanted to add, it's not canon because the minions can't speak English. They don't, they actively speak gibberish. So yeah. I'm actually saying okay. happy birthday is heresy. And, yeah. And here's the thing. I've never seen Despicable Me. Mm-hmm. Despicable Me 2. Is there a third one? Well, yes. there's a Minions only movie, right? And there is a Minions only I haven't movie. seen any of the films, mm. but uh, I appreciate them as uh, beings and creatures and characters. Yeah, yeah. They're not, they're not, you know, they're not as bad as everyone says they are. No. They're yeah. like Smurfs or whatever. Yeah. Snorks. No, Smurfs are bad. Uh, but July, but for your birthday, you. we thank decided you. to, I got you a little gift, and the gift is for the next uh, three minutes, uh-huh. you can rant about 
anything you want. Any of those alt-right opinions that you have that you can't get out on other shows, you can uh, get them out right now. Uh-huh. Just act like I wasn't introduced yet and just grow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so we're just going to run the clock on July. You can talk about whatever you want for three minutes. Whatever I want. Well, let me you see. You have the floor. Um. Well, I'm really being put on the spot here, so I'll just... <laughs> Check my this notes. This is a gift. This is something uh, that you I'll check want. Check my notes app and let me see if I have anything that I've written down. That. Oh, okay. So I recently went roller skating. <laughs> For real, this is a real story. Yeah. For someone's birthday, Alyssa Sabo. I've never roller skated before. Wow. So this was uh, somewhere in Glendale, and I hadn't. I thought I was gonna be able to, you know, show up and just hang out, not mm-hmm. have to skate at all. And they're like, nope, you have to rent skates and you have to put them on. So for the next three hours, <laughs> I was just flailing around and um, just staying to the carpeted area of the roller rink so I wouldn't yeah, fall. Yeah. But eventually I had to use the restroom. So I went to the restroom and that part of the floor was not carpeted. Uh, I almost fell multiple times trying to use the toilet. Oh, no. As I was walking out, I did fall on my butt. Uh, and then scooted all the way back to the carpeted area. And that's um, great. I gotta say, uh, it did not feel fun. And uh, I, who did I? See? Oh, I saw Yaki. Margulies. Margulies there. Yeah. Uh, and he walked over to me at one point. And was like, "Hey, are you having fun?" And I just very, for real, just told him, "No, not at all." <laughs> <laughs> and he was kind of like, "Oh." Did not expect me to say that and kind mm. of like skated away and. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, I just imagine an extravagant skate away. Yeah, I mean, was everyone just having a great time? Everyone's having a great time. There yeah. was an older black gentleman who was just skating backwards <laughs> next to like this tiny six-year-old boy, and he was also skating backwards on the. It was just like, I did not belong there, <laughs> uh, but it did make me. Like look up a YouTube video on how to skate, and I was doing it, doing it wrong. I was lifting my legs when you're supposed to just move around with your body. Yeah. So hey, maybe I'll try it again, but most yeah. likely not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Well, that'll do. It. Yeah. Happy birthday. Thank you. You're Happy welcome. You're welcome July. for that. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, let's get into what we've been playing, Michael Hearn. I want to start sure. with you. All right. uh, tell me, you've been making some marios i sure have oh that, that's that's good news maker too yeah i got it with me right here oh i always bring that chopper uh <laughs> the um yeah i really liked it i never played the first one because i didn't have the wii u and then i heard bad things about the 3ds one never really bothered it and mm-hmm. this one i'm really digging i'm really digging the story mode as introducing all the elements that i can play around with inspired me to want to create levels and try them out. I tried a couple of online levels that were pretty NFT. Mm-hmm. And it's promising to be like, yeah, this is a game where I can just put it on endless mode and get to play random levels forever. If it, until you're dead. Until I die. Yeah. Uh, which is what I do really Do you think they'll be playing do. this game until you die? <sighs> Maybe. It better be on my deathbed. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I better be. Yes. Yeah, do you there. think by the time you die, there's not going to be another Mario Maker? I don't know if they need another Mario Maker after this one. Whoa! Whoa. You're, oh, you're saying this one has chock full of content and? Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, yes. And uh, <laughs> I, 
Uh huh. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. So what? Uh, have you made a level yet? I've been working on one. I've yeah. Been storming a brain, a brainstorm, and I've been trying it out. Uh, the major part of it is pretty cool. It's very yeah. intuitive. Uh, Do you have a stylus? No, I don't. That's the. You've been using your greasy ass uh, finger. Yeah, exactly. I, Sticking well, your finger in your butt, then using it to wipe your switch. Wait a minute. <laughs> The switch doesn't have a. It's not a touch screen, is it? Yeah, it, it, it is. Sure is. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you can. Yeah, so yeah, unless you have my a switch screen. Yeah, thing. which is good. Because I don't think too many games it? use it. Use it. Wow. This one for sure does. Uh, and you know, it does use it with alongside the joy pads. But yeah, okay. you can touch it to put stuff onto the level, and that's pretty nifty. Mm-hmm. Have you tried to do it in docked mode? Make make. I have the not. No, I. Yeah. I haven't used my switch in docked mode in quite some time. Yeah. Um, but they both take a long time. I found. Okay. Yeah, because it's like the finger doesn't work because your finger's too fat, and it like you screw up a lot. Uh-huh. And then speak for yourself, right? And then, uh, and then like the pro controller when you're using that, it's also like it, it just takes too long to like uh, select stuff because you have to go through menus using buttons yeah, instead of just like fast clicks. Uh-huh. Yeah, I noticed that a little bit. You can the menu part is like all with the right Joy-Con, mm-hmm. and then you have to choose a specific thing. Like it's almost going. It's interesting but so far like yeah i'm playing with ideas and then just all the new stuff the story mode keeps introducing it's like oh i could create this type of level too like i got to a part where you get in sort of that cloud vehicle mm. and it turns into just shoot em up levels and you're like you can create a shoot side scrolling shoot em up level if you mm-hmm. want to and i'm going to do that well yeah eventually and <laughs> <laughs> cheering up over here. <laughs> it's, it's my dreams are coming true, July, and yeah. I'm just so caught up over it. Um, no, it's a really cool game. I can't imagine someone without a switch, or someone with a switch not having it. Nice. Yes. Some, and I also can't imagine someone, someone without, without a switch. switch. Neither Who can are I. You? Yeah. Neither can I. Huh. Um, <laughs> the most the most privileged thing I've ever said. Oh I can't imagine someone without a switch, switch or a million dollars. Oh boy. Michael Hearn? Yes, yes. What else have you been playing? I was about to say, there is one game I wanted to bring up because you guys were asking about it last time and everyone's answer to it was, duh, no, I haven't played mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like us, yeah. <laughs> duh. Duh, why don't you even bring it up? <laughs> What's yeah. the game? It is Cadence of Hyrule. Ah, yes, yes. rhythm. Yeah. You got the rhythm. You got the funk. I sure do. Yeah. I famously do. And, uh, famously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really, I played it actually over the uh, Disneyland weekend. I brought it with me. And That's so, oh, what a dream. In weekend. line? Were you playing it in line? Uh, not in line, but yeah, when at the hotel. Were you playing it at down. dinner when your girlfriend's dad was trying to talk to you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was like, let's get to know each other. I'm like, shut up. You're throwing me off rhythm. Yeah. Uh, no, it was really cool. It's kind of short, but it's really good. And mm. also the whole idea is that it's a complete Zelda adventure that can be randomized. And sometimes that helps sequence. Per- it's like interesting. And I really liked it. I really love Crypt of the Network Dancer. And this works surprisingly yeah. well, turning into mm. a Zelda version of that, which is mm. not just, oh, the dungeons are kind of Zelda themed, but also like the overworld and the sequence of events you're going to do to get to, you know, fight the last bosses. The bosses are all kind of, yeah, Zelda ish. And it's, yeah, it's really works really well. That's cool. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Have you played Crypt of the Necrodancer? I'm not. I've seen gameplay of uh, this version of it, and it looks really cool. Yeah. Really Crypt of the Necrodancer, I bought. During E3 for like four or five dollars, yeah, it was on was sale on for. Oh, I got some games on sale too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always get like E3 during E3. I have like I always have like buy myself a present because I'm so mm-hmm. excited. This year it was that in the Contra collection were like the two things oh, yeah, I yeah. got. But uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer I thought was really good. I stupidly 
thought that Cadence of Hyrule was going to be DLC, DLC for that game. So I was like, oh, I'll get oh, it. I'll get it yeah. cheap. And then just get the DLC. It's like, no, it's a fully new game. So I was like, well, I'm not buying it for $25. <laughs> I know. It's a, yeah, it's a little... It's a little steep. You said it was a short game, too. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, I should see myself replaying Crypt and Nether Dancer because it is that more roguelike it's experience. It's a roguelike, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where also you're building up more every time you die. You're like, you're, well, I'm buying this item now that will be available. I'm buying this ability. Right. I'm buying this character. Uh, Cadence doesn't really have that as much because it kind of is a Zelda. So like, if you die, it's not like you're restarting the whole adventure over. You just—it's a fixed game. It's like it's kind of temples. It's got its well. Overworld. That's the thing, though. It's still the overworld and the temples are still randomized. Is the thing. It's mm. still seated so that like you'll replay it and it'll be like I did restart it once and tried a new completely different world. It's like all right, stuff is way out of order. Then you go to dungeons and they're very necrodancy. So there is replay value to it. It's just, oh, the whole point is are dungeons cool. completely different though? Like for example, like is there like always a water temple? Yeah, like I think there is that <clears throat> element to okay. it. Like there is like oh well, this one's water, this one's fire, but it's still the levels are randomly generated. And then, oh great, yeah. So there is definitely reasons to keep play, replaying it, but it's still and you can like, play as Zelda or Link, right? Zelda, Link, or Cadence. She's <laughs> <laughs> Kate, oh, so Cadence is a character. Yes. Cadence, the Cadence is the lady in the red from Necro Dancer. Yeah. Necro Dancer. Oh, okay. okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And they all have wow. different abilities, which is also the other cool part about it. Is yeah, your Zelda, you can. I mean, your Link, you can do the spin slash. Your Zelda, you have your own ability. Mm-hmm. Your Cadence, you're kind of more tuned to the Necro Dancer abilities, but it's still like yeah, it's yeah. different play styles, and you can switch characters in the game. And yeah, I recommend it, but it is like I get why it's steep if it's short because. Mm. It's in that weird valley. It's also just hard for me to pitch it because if you haven't played Necro Dancer, you're going to be confused about what it is mm. a little bit. Cause, mm. But also at the same time, if you have played Necro Dancer, that's its own thing still enough. It's still more of a roguelite than that. So Yeah. yeah. It's it's an interesting game. Yeah. Crypt of the Necro Dancer is that I've like never actually played before. I think it's yeah. compl- hol- holistically original where definitely like you move weird. Like mm-hmm. you have to move on beat. Yeah. yeah. And you jump from like tile to tile, and if you don't do that, you you get docked or something. You get it's, hurt. Or yeah, you don't it's get like bonus. Multipli- yeah. yeah, you have a multiplayer bonus thing. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So you can like if you it it's not super easy if you don't have rhythm. And then there oh. is a mode in Cadence mm-hmm. Viral, which I haven't te- tested, but it's rhythmless. It's like fit speed. It calls it. Yeah. And the idea is it's then just straight up like an old school road where everything is frozen until you move. Yeah, it's an accessibility option. Yeah. 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 And I'm curious because that does change up the gameplay a little bit, but it is, I'm like, I'm enjoying the I bet that part. makes it, would just actually make it so much easier. Which I've already heard easier. that Cadence of Hyrule is pretty easy. It's easier. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think just the fact that you're the Necronauts is hard death. as fuck. Yeah. Really? Like, yeah. Like, there are like five different dungeon tiers yes. in mm-hmm. Crypt of the Necronauts, and I haven't broken to the second one yet. Mm-hmm. And I've played like, you know, five hours of it. Oh. Which is not a lot. It's not, that's not like. That's a lot. But it's not like you I suck. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it's not like twenty hours, but uh-huh. it's like it's like, oh, I need to play like this a lot. Mm-hmm. To it's really July, nasty. what have you yeah. been playing, my dude? I just beat the first game in the Phoenix Wright trilogy. Oh, I got that on sale. Yeah. So good. Yeah, that was like that was like a thirty percent offer. It was like twenty five bucks. Yeah, or something like that. yeah. Damn, so that's awesome. much fun. Yeah, uh, I've never played any of those games before. It's very funny. Uh, all the character arcs and everything is really cool to see. Yeah. And it's simple gameplay. It's just, you know, it's just a 
like a clicking point. I love it. I love yeah. that. Are you a fan of any solving. of the like the Professor Layton games or I've did... never played any of those, but now yeah. I wanna, you mm-hmm. know, go back and play those too. Yeah. I, I'm a big fan of Professor Layton. I, I had one on the three D S that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But then I never played Phoenix Wright and I'm so interested in doing it because I think I'm gonna love it. I think it's worth it if it goes on sale again, you know, yeah, snatch it up. it up. And uh, I also got Hyrule Warriors, Ooh. which um, I used to play a bunch of the Dynasty Warrior games uh, mm-hmm. a long time ago. And this is just, you know, huge nostalgia thing. And yeah. It's just so much fun just killing hordes of uh, little bacoblins. Little bacoblins. Yeah. Get out of here, little guys. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Is there bosses in that game, too? There are bosses. Uh, some of them are... You, you have to use specific uh, weapons to take them down. Like, mm. there's like a. Dra- it's interesting because a lot of the. Oh, here's the thing. I haven't played most of the Zelda series of games. Mm-hmm. The only one I really have played are Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of the bosses come from Skyward Sword and I Twilight gotcha. Princess. Yeah, so, yeah. it's like these dragons and stuff. Yeah. And, I heard you can be Linkle in that game. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know who Linkle is. That a specific <laughs> character for this game? Because it was I th- unclear. I think it is because Linkle is female Link. Yes. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Where does she come from? There's Where a little story. Go? There's a little story of just like uh, sort of mirroring the Ocarina story of just her waking up in a village and oh, but doesn't really explain like who she is or mm-hmm. she's aware of Link and Zelda, so I, I, she might also just be a fan. <laughs> That's awesome. But Talk yeah. about someone who needs to be in Smash. Linkle. Put Linkle in there. Put Linkle in there. Yeah, put Linkle in there. Uh, that and also last thing, I got Final Fantasy VII. Oh! And about two hours in, it's great. But yeah. <laughs> great. Uh, uh, have you, and this is the first time you've ever played it? Yes. Oh, this is, you're going to get ready. It really just throws you in there, too. Get ready. It's the it's one of the yeah. coolest beginnings to an RPG. Yeah, yeah I mean, our sure. first eight hours are, like, extremely interesting. Hey, all, I contend that the whole game is amazing, but <laughs> but some people would say they just like the Midgar part. Uh, I'm excited about that remake. Is the remake kind of why you wanted to jump yeah, in? Yeah, like, it's I wanna... coming so soon, so yeah. I'm like, yeah, might as well just try this out, play it. I think that's, like, I think that's gr- I think it's good. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Like, I th- I feel like sometimes when a new game is coming out, I don't want to like play an old version of it to get ready for it. Cause I'm like, right. well, I'm gonna like, for example, fire emblem uh-huh. is coming to switch and I know I'm going to play that, uh-huh. but I, I, I'm not excited to like jump on my 3ds and play an old one to get ready for it. Cause I'm like, I'm going to play so much of that new one. I don't do want to burn for, out. Uh, Resident evil two though. Uh, no, but I, but that what I was going to say was if it's a remake, yeah, then I think you should do that because yeah. it gets you yeah. like nostalgia mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that for the remake, but I know Resident Evil Two, the game, so like, well. Like back, it, back in my hand. So like, so like, everything was just like, oh, nostalgia, perfect, nostalgia, perfect. I played through Final Fantasy VII last year, mm-hmm. so I'm probably not going to play it before the remake comes out again. Yeah, but it was a blast. It's always a blast to play that game. Yeah, I love it, excited. and especially with the those fucking uh, speed up options and like no right, uh, no random encounters yeah, and yeah. stuff. That's Gosh, that game took me so long every other time. And then I played on PS4 and I was like, I beat it in like four days. I was like, this is great. Mm-hmm, I, yeah. The three disc game in four days. Wow. I heard uh, the, the remake's going to have uh, two discs, possibly two Blu-ray discs. Yeah. We'll see how that works. <laughs> Apparently somebody, Jason Schreier, uh-huh. asked uh, 
somebody in charge of that game on the show floor d3 like so how many installments is this game going to end up being and they said we don't know yet (laughs) that sucks that's Mm. cool i want it to be one thing i want it to be one package they give to us and well you know i'm not a huge fan about dlc (laughs) but yeah i agree if it's all just one package it's it's perfect that's the way i want to play yeah i don't want to be paying 60 dollars every year for a new for like disc two disc three. Oh, that's what you think might happen i don't know what do you get what do you guys think it, would that be the I first time imagine that yeah yeah that's how it does for a single player campaign of a remake of something that's That'd be insane that, do you yeah. think they'll just give you for free the next installment if you p- p- buy it originally I hope so uh, maybe yeah like uh, maybe they're already saying like by installment you're not meaning like the core game like you can beat the story of final fantasy 7 and then the no, no. You're shaking your head no I think I I'm pretty sure that the first installment that's gonna be available March twentieth is mm-hmm. just the Midgar section of Whoa. the game. That's wild. Yeah. Is it just because the gameplay is so different it becomes like its own thing, it's bigger? I, I can't imagine it's like I don't know. Because Midgar is like the first disc of Final Fantasy Seven. That's like yeah, like that's doesn't feel like a, like I get what you're saying, like oh, that's the best part, but it doesn't feel like a full game and that just being a sixty bot game is pretty wild. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, who knows how the remake will yeah, treat it? They'll be like, probably. I mean, I, for to, yeah, uh, if if it's a twenty hour beginning of the game, uh-huh. even that still, I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to pay. I don't want to like keep buying into right. it, like episodically buying right. into like it's The Walking Dead or something. I could see them doing that, but maybe. Twenty dollars at the most for each next installment. Yeah, maybe. like if you bought the first one, maybe you only. Oh gosh, I just don't want to pay. I just don't want to pay know, more. I, I want to yeah. like yeah. have the whole game. Yeah. I mean, it'd be great if it was just free for the next couple installments. Yeah, yeah. yeah and if they made those installments come a little quicker than <laughs> normal, like I don't want one a year. I want like right. I want like I want them faster than we begin Smash characters. If you know what I mean. Oh my god, July! I didn't get to ask you. What did you think of E three? <clears throat> Well, I went. I did go to oh, E3. Oh, we uh, should have asked you <laughs> on the show I, uh, for our roundup. That's your fault. I went and I uh, did a a video thing for my podcast. And uh, I'm did gonna, you buy a ticket? Were you there with like Earwolf or what? No, no, I didn't buy a ticket or anything. I almost got in for free though mm-hmm. because I went with Ben Castle. We were filming. Yeah, and a couple people from that were working there were like, oh. You can just walk in. Mm. If you're going to be interviewing people, you could just walk in and get like a pass mm-hmm. if you want to do that. And we're like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. But we, well, once, once we got to the gate, they were like, oh, you need like a email or something. I'm like, oh, yeah. we're not going to go through that. Yeah. Um, but we interviewed a couple of people outside. And uh, yeah, I want, I'm going to edit that together and then put it out soon. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. So any did any announcements like uh, hit you over the head or... I mean, the big one was I was interviewing everybody about Guiji. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to talk about Guiji. Perfect, perfect, yeah. yeah. Guiji, who is already a thing. Uh, yes, yeah. and I didn't realize that until afterward. Yeah. does look. He does look cute as hell, and are, I'm guessing you're going to get the Amiibo once that comes out. Oh, do you think they're going oh, they they to? They are, they are. Oh, they are? I, I think, right? Oh, for Didn't sure. They I have Guiji no amiibo? idea. Yeah. The one I did see was the Link Amiibo. Mm-hmm. Looks super cute. Yeah, so we can that looks super great. cute. That looks great. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, any uh, any excited about Banjo Kazooie or? Of course. Uh, I'm not ex- as excited as like. Did you see that video going around yeah. of like that room of people watching the announcement? I was like, <laughs> they all start crying. Yeah, I'm never gonna be that excited, but that I'm was, pretty excited. That was the it. Nintendo store in New York too. I recognize oh, that. Okay. So it's like, yeah, it's all the people who would be that crazy about it. Or yeah, the dudes were hugging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna be hugging over a Smash character. I hear that. All right, we gotta get into the news. Uh, light news week. Light news week. As is the. Uh, as is what's common. We'll get into some new releases. Um, obviously, the two big ones are uh, Crash Team Racing. Got that too. Forgot and to mention. Uh, you got Crashing Racing, uh, yeah, Racing? I did. for Switch. Yes. How how is oh, it? I love it. You love it. Yes. I haven't been able. To, I, of course, I'm a huge fan of the original. Uh, I should have brought it. With I, me. You should have brought it. Cause I, yeah, I can't afford right now to because I got Mario Maker Two. Okay, that was my big. And that's the yeah. and that's the second big new release, Mario yeah. Maker Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've already we've been kind of talking about Mario Maker Two, but I want to hear about Crash Team Racing yeah. before we go. On. Well, it was my favorite. I think one of my favorites for the PlayStation, yeah. and it's just yeah. basically the same, but you know, a couple new features, and it, you know upgraded uh graphic wise and it's fun it's fun that's as hell. awesome yeah it's got like the hub world kind of thing yeah. to it yeah nice. yeah mm-hmm. it, was, it was diddy kong racing and crash yeah. Racing were yeah. my, my two favorite kart racers For sure. those games like mario kart is so good but like those two games like really like leveled up mario kart in mm-hmm, such a yeah. great way and mario kart didn't go with them mm-hmm. like that's true you need a hub world that's so fun to Ooh, imagine mario in a yeah. hub world like that yeah it could be like the castle for mario 64 and you oh, like fun. drive around yeah. and like and also like i remember diddy kong racing and crashing racing were both like there was it was about racing but there was also like challenges too yeah yes. right like and mario kart doesn't really there have those like boss either. fights and stuff yeah mm-hmm. like yeah like you have to race this pig yeah <laughs> you know like something <laughs> like that or like i'm thinking like the hovercraft octopus post boss where it's like you're going through reins and that ends up turning into a weapon you use against him mm-hmm. yeah yeah like stuff like that that's nifty yeah and monitor messed up uh just want to drop a ucb uh shout out to alex bird plays crash in the commercials for I crash see team racing i'm gonna try to get him as a guest oh alex alex bird yeah. Does? yeah nice he was very funny in it that's cool uh yeah great i um i've been playing uh mario maker 2 mm-hmm. along with uh mr michael hearn yes it is like for to me this game is like remember in mario odyssey when you get to that like fun donkey kong celebration level where like paulina oh, yeah. is singing that's what this whole that's game the best feels part like. of that game it is the best part where it feels just like this weird like celebration that's not it's not like hard it's not like a challenge but yeah. you're just like running around like i did get choked up a little bit playing. yeah that. i was like man this is so cool yeah that's how i felt that's how i feel playing mario maker 2 i'm not like constantly choked up uh-huh. but, but it is like Man, I'm getting new Super Mario World levels. Like, mm. you know how much that means to me? It means yeah. everything to me. Like, can you imagine? Like, I don't have to imagine anymore. I'm doing it. I'm playing <laughs> new Mario three levels. Like, uh, the 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 3D World levels are are great. Yeah. Like, and everything is so unique and perfect mm-hmm. up next to each other. Like, like I was I was kind of curious how like the 3D World levels were gonna feel up next to new uh, new Super Mario Bros U levels because that's like similar yeah. look and style, but they play completely really, different. Yeah. Mm. Like the cameras are much more pulled back for the 3D World levels. You have that cool spin move you can do. Yeah. Um, the cat character. The cat character. Yeah, it's it, yeah, it's it's fucking great. You can play yeah. as Toadette in the. Uh, 
basically in everything, right? Toad and Toadette. I yeah, think. I think so. So th- I I haven't I been able change. to craft like I just started making my first level mm-hmm. and I kind of wish I don't know how they would have made it more intuitive. I have no advice for this, uh-huh, but yeah. I just feel like I wish it was a little bit easier to do stuff because mm-hmm. I'm like I I can't I kind of can't understand. It took me forever to figure out how to put like a a like a a leaf mm-hmm. into a box so i could hit it and then it comes out you know yeah, what i yeah, mean yeah, like yeah. it took me just like a long time yeah. to like figure cert- basic stuff out oh it doesn't it just throws you in it doesn't give you a tutorial they or anything? do have tutorials they have stuff, they, I, I bet they have tutorials for everything oh they're, but but i only watched the first very bunch first. and yeah, yeah you, it's okay. like watching it so it's not as intuitive as like uh let's design a level together <laughs> type of thing which might have been cool yeah yeah and it's also like you're watching videos which i know i yeah, obviously i could just watch them and like it, i would know but yeah. it's also like you want to jump in there? Yeah. I don't care. I, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm smart enough to figure this sure. out. And then I'm in there and I'm only kind of smart enough uh-huh. to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But it's like really cool to see like how they, like in, in Super Mario 3, there's no ghost houses, mm. right? Uh, I don't think so. No. Yeah. That's so world, I believe. In That's, Mario World, yeah. they introduced like yeah. ghost houses. Yeah. But in, in Super Mario Maker, because they need to account for ghosts in every different Mario, right. yeah. you can make ghost houses yeah. in mm. Super Mario World 3. So it's like how that would have looked oh, if yeah. it came out then. And it's like so fucking cool. Yeah. I saw there's like a nighttime feature too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's also like snow yeah. levels you can yeah. build. And mm-hmm. for some reason, those feel magical. Mm-hmm. Like anytime you're in a snow, all the levels I make are in snow because it's, it's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah it's it's beautiful there's a campaign so you're just like playing a bunch yeah. of already pre-designed mario levels oh, i didn't know about that yeah and it's like you're you're basically rebuilding princess peach's castle so yeah. you're like so like every level you uh beat gives you a different hammer that allows the toads to like build on more structures mm-hmm. so you're building this big castle while you're like uh you know like beating all these like cool ass Mario levels. And I just feel like, yeah, like you were talking about how you can basically make a shoot 'em up in Mario. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff like that where it's like, they've made Mario Kart levels. They've made um, like weird, uh, weird other game type yeah. levels. Uh, yeah. It's the just famous like one I've already saw yeah. multiples of is they found a way to make like table tennis pond levels mm-hmm. with the mechanics of like a bouncing, uh, like thing. I don't know. Even yeah. what it was, I didn't play it. But uh, the, but it's like you versus the computer, so it's mm-hmm. random how the computer will bounce back the uh, ball, but you can control it more with like levers or bouncing up the things, and mm-hmm. it's just yeah, they just found ways to make different type of game types in that. Yeah, part it, of it's it's like, cool, encouraged. and there's a bunch of like cool ass hidden stuff in that game too. Like, did anyone else, did you run uh, across the Game Boy references to Super no, Mario I, Land? I read about this. Like, you can find the old school fireball of yeah. Super Mario Land, which is the one that like bounces down and then goes up into the sky forever. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Like, campaign. Yeah, and I'd imagine like there's fun stuff you can figure out how to do. In well, the I think you can it. unlock yes. that. Like, so you have to like oh. find it and unlock it. That's cool. But it's like, yeah, it's like a ball that is in Super Mario Land, where yeah, yeah you hit it, it hits angles directly at the ground and then goes straight up. Mm-hmm. But like, you can like, I've seen levels where you've ha- you have to like 
hit it into a spot because yeah. it, it never disappears. So it'll just like end up infinitely looping <laughs> in, a, in a space and that'll like unlock a door to like get into yeah. a place. Yeah, it's, it's Maybe cool. Maybe that's what it is in those uh, levels, the table tennis levels. The it might fireball. be those. Mm-hmm. It might be those. But yeah, when you when you get that power up, Mario turns like that gray scale mm-hmm. Game Boy look oh, as yeah, opposed yeah. to <laughs> yeah. yeah colorful. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's a cool game. I'm excited. What do we do? We does anyone know what the hell those other spaces are going to be for? Not yet. I haven't gone past the castle yet. I haven't finished up the castle. Because I feel like there's four. Yeah, there's like spaces for different Mario yeah, styles like that haven't unlocked yeah. yet. Oh, that you haven't unlocked? Yeah. Well, because like, when you open the game, it's Super Mario Bros. One, Three, Super Mario World, New Super Mario Bros. U, and then 3D World. But yeah. there's four oh. other spaces or three other spaces for other Mario styles. Yeah. And you'll be able to unlock it just through gameplay? We don't, or I don't maybe, know yet. Or maybe it'll come in the future, sort of like how this but it's like, But it's like obviously a space where yeah. another one would go. Mm. So everyone wants Super Mario 2. I agree. That would be a yeah. great. That would mm-hmm. be great. But also, who knows? Yeah, like an Odyssey 2D version or something. An Odyssey 2D version. A Mario 64 2D version would be crazy. Mm-hmm. Dang. A Zelda one. Yeah. Cadence of uh, Mario Maker. I mean, that's not out of the realm of possibility <laughs> for them to just throw in another game into yeah. the, as like a one-off. Yeah. How yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like a Metroid. Yeah. Yeah. Side-scrolling Link. Yeah. yeah side-scrolling yeah. Link. Yeah, yeah. That would be awesome. Uh, um, I got an upcoming one if you have nothing else on news. or. Oh, yeah. No. Hit, hit me, Daddy. This one is interesting to me, and hopefully it's Hardwick. interesting to you. So hit me, Daddy Hardwick. You're welcome. So... <laughs> Wrong pass that. <laughs> so, Sega and this developer called Ace Team, and I'm not too big on this developer. They did Xeno Clash and Rock of Ages, if you're familiar with those. Sure. They announced this uh, game that comes out July 10 called Soul Seraph. And mm. everyone in the world has pointed out, oh, they're just straight up making At Razor. Oh, cool. So, if you look up the trailer for it, you'll get yeah, 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 yeah. a bit of it. Hit me with it. Hit you with that, daddy. Hit, hit me with that. D- Daddy so like H. Right now, that's just the side throwing part, but then. Oh, great! And it's like, all right, a cool little side throwing, but then it pulls out eventually to be like a full-on act razor city building simulation with like live monsters and stuff like that. Oh, great! Did you ever play Act Razor July? Never. Yeah. What what system? What system? SNES. Nintendo. Oh, for SNES. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there it goes with like almost like. Live, live RTS stuff or something. It was like an RTS game slash side-scrolling action game. You could like build your little world and yeah. then go into specific areas side-scrolling. Yeah, you it, were like a god designing the world, and then you would send down an angel to like fight the actual bad guys in each world you created. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely would be interested in playing another one of those games, especially one that was made a little bit more modern. Yeah, modern is because well, Act Razor like, is uh, yeah. Act Razor is a little uh, like hard to under get your head around. Yeah, it's a little limited to just by the design of the system, but it's yeah, the gameplay does idea worked really well, and then mm-hmm. it's kind of amazing. No one really tried to replicate it, so right. I'm hoping they did a good job. I remember as a kid renting that game over and over again because the box looks so cool. And then ne- it, I never being able to get into the game, I, I never understood how to play it. So I would just like be on the overworld, just like scrolling around. I couldn't figure out how to like actually yeah. click mm-hmm. into a place. 
But I was like, you know, I had some emotional problems. <laughs> uh, also, Bloodstained came out. Oh, anybody, yeah, that's right. Anybody, anybody I've uh, heard uh, it's not good on the Switch, apparently. Yeah, that's yeah. the main thing I heard. Which is a bummer, because that's like the only thing I'd play that on. Right. <laughs> right. I saw some uh, comparison videos for the Switch and the PlayStation 4, and mm-hmm. it's just uh, it's very laggy and glitchy for the Switch. Yeah. That's a huge bummer. Yeah. Um, are, do, did you guys like Symphony of the Night? Anyone a fan? Yeah. I've never played it, but, uh, you know, maybe one day. Maybe one day. Yeah, I'm, I love uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, uh-huh. and I think this was this is by the same person who made yeah, that. Ida, yeah, Idravani, uh, they taught. I want to. I want it to be good, but I want it to be good on Switch. I don't think I want to yeah. play this on a... Uh, at home, I want to take it specifically to uh, the inner sanctum, and <laughs> I want to, I want to look, I want to put on my sunglasses, take it to Disney, kick up, yeah, kick up my feet. You want to do the uh, Resident Evil trailer in E3, go to a haunted castle, and just sit on a couch playing it. Yes, exactly. Have you reference that yet? You talked about that yet? <laughs> oh, we talked about the trailer. Yeah, yeah like how that we is such a wild what? Yeah, straight out in the nineties. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody. I mean, the thing that made the most sense to me was I like, would never m- do that. By m- the way, what? Go to a giant, no. scary mansion to no. play a game. Why would you do that? No, I as a kid, I remember as when I was when I was in high school. I guess no, it's like for like somebody's 18th birthday, mm-hmm. we all bought cigars and we went to like this haunted house <laughs> and like smoked cigars out in like the yard really? of the haunted house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there was like in our neighborhood there was like this cigars. famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that the first time you smoked cigars? Or no, you... I think I'd had a cigar before, but it was what? like it was. <laughs> How old were you? We were 18. Wow. Yeah, I just remember as an yeah. Where that, was this? This was okay. So when I lived in Texas, there was like Texas. There was like a in 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 a neighborhood. Uh-huh. There was like this weird. It was like a suburban neighborhood. Uh, like you'd see kind of like in any kind of just a suburban neighborhood. Sure. Picture Glendale, but then like picture okay, like I'm picturing it. But picture you're in Glendale in a neighborhood. And I'm then, in Glendale. And then there's a. Uh, and then instead of another house right next to another house, like uh-huh. there should be, mm-hmm. there's like a little gate and like some uh, shrubs and you can't really see inside. Uh-huh. If you were to go over that gate, there's like this long, narrow path that led to like this weird back forest. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of these woods, there was a giant three-story house in there that was completely abandoned. <sighs> This is scary sounding. And we had this confirmed by a police officer in the town <laughs> that the reason why it was abandoned was uh-huh. because they were. it was in the 70s. The, a family was moving in there, oh, and during the move, the the husband went crazy and killed Kills his entire everybody. family. Yeah, and killed himself. But it was it was fucked up because when you would walk up, there was still moving trucks that were just abandoned from the seventies. So it was like what? these old trucks, these old they, cars, like, old... growing uh, like shrubbery around yeah. them. And stuff? Yeah, Damn. and there was and and it's for like some the reason, last of us. exactly, <laughs> it, it, it looked exactly like yeah. that. And the to me the creepiest thing was there was a lot of peacocks on the premises for some reason. What? Like, picture thirteen peacocks just out like <laughs> okay. in, the, in the open. It was it was very it was very scary. We, yeah. we we like went inside a whole bunch. I stole like some paintings and stuff from there. But like it was it was kind of. Do fucked you still up. have those paintings? Yeah, it's in my parents' garage somewhere. Oh my god, dude! One of them, I sh- I love this story. I can't believe I forgot <laughs> about this. But like one of them was a giant framed clown drawing no, in crayon get rid of that and, and like it was initialed cambry on it so it's like the little girl's name i think oh, was cambry sad it was very sad Dude, but i stole it and i had it <laughs> and you still have it maybe i still have it and my parents are, are possessed well, yeah, by, I by mean, demonic forces parents are like what's that haunting noise <laughs> <I hear> that <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, but it was it was kind of fucked up and um <laughs> But like yeah, we used to go out there it's and like, like smoke it cigars. Chapter two. Yeah. yeah. But like looking back, I'm like, why did I do that? Like that was so like I should have just been like, you know what? Hell no. So you went and you smoked at night the cigars. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you guys hear anything or? No, I mean like we freaked each other out. Sure. Uh, but like yeah, we were like we thought it was so badass <laughs> to do as kids. But like it's not. It, yeah. it was it was terrible. But like the house is really interesting, and I do like, like. I have like these like really weird memories from that house. Just like, just like there was like a dumb waiter that like like went up the middle of the house, uh-huh. and so you could like you could like pull yourself yeah. up. Like we were doing shit that like clearly kids get killed in every slasher okay. film you've yeah. ever seen. Doing. I'm just imagining like some squatter there finds you all and right, just, like, right, you or exactly. And that is the thing that people should be most afraid of. Squatters, like it's yeah. it's not ghosts yeah. that'll kill you. It's somebody charging you with like uh, two broken bottles tied to their hands. Yeah. <laughs> freaking uh, doing uh, Edward 40 hands. Edward <laughs> broken Edward 40 hands. Uh great. I have almost like no other news. I mean, there's like there's really nothing, right? I mean, we talked about a lot of stuff last week. Oh, Wizards Unite came out. Does anyone has anyone been playing that? Uh-uh. No. Yeah. Are, are we are any of us Pokemon Go people? I st- I was playing it I when was. it first came out yeah, for a bit. couple months, yeah. and uh, that that actually was the reason why I went to Santa Monica for the first time ever oh. to the pier because you could only get certain Pokemon. Yeah, know, by the pier. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like everybody was on their phone mm-hmm. playing that game mm-hmm. when it first came out, but I haven't really. At some point, I was just like, okay, I, yeah. I get it, and uh, I know there's like been updates to it. Or what's the new? Is there a new update to the game or anything? No, it's just the same people that made that made this with Harry Potter Wizards Unite. Game. Oh, that's what this is. It's an A. Yeah, it's an AR game okay. where you walk around and you like help your friends get free of like spells. And right. Stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, fun for. Uh, I'm not really a huge uh, Harry Potter guy. Yeah, I think I love the movies. Yeah, I love the movies too, and I love the books, mm-hmm. and I guess I am a huge Harry Potter guy. <laughs> but I, uh, I still have it. I've only turned it on once. Kind of yeah. like signed up, did all the stuff, uh-huh. freed Hagrid from something, and then like <laughs> have closed it and haven't opened it back up. Right. Yeah. I'll just gotta do it to save your boy Hagrid in there. All right, done. Yep. Don't I saved my boy it. Hagrid. He's fine. I saw Filch, and I was like, nah. <laughs> Let him rot. Uninstall. Bye bye. Let him rot. Uh, great. Well, we'll get out of the news now. Uh, and we're going to take a quick break before we get back to our main event, which is, of course, I should have explained this up top, the death of the American video game store. R.I.P. Hi, we're Eric and Jeremy. And we're your friends till the end. We're also two comedy writers who decided to do a podcast about the Chucky movies. Check out Chatting About Chucky, where we dive headfirst into the sassiest horror franchise of all time. In each episode, we revisit and dissect a different film from the Child's Play franchise. Trust us, this podcast is very funny and also very good. Just search Chatting About Chucky on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or SoundCloud. That's C-H-A-T-T-I-N-B-O-U-T Chucky. Or follow us on Twitter at ChuckyRules420. What would you do if I sang out of tune? The American Video would Game you Store. Stand up and walk out on me? Something that we used to have, you know, as kids. Yeah. Something I was excited to. Dad, take me to the video game store. Where they knew your name. They knew your name. Where everybody knew your name. Gosh, I should be They're playing the Cheers theme right now. <laughs> 
Uh, let's just reset that. Uh, <laughs> this isn't a joke. I was going to use this song for a future episode that I have thanked, <laughs> but I won't use it. I won't use it. <laughs> hey, you know, honestly, it's uh, it's yours, bud. It's no, all of no. ours. It's all of ours. It's all of ours. Yeah. Uh, it, I feel like I've wanted to do the, an episode like this for a long time. I also want to mm-hmm. eventually do an episode that is like the death of the American video game magazine. Uh, which is a completely oh, well, different kind of kind of topic. Yeah, but it's like these are things that we used to have as kids. I just got back into vid vidmags. Vid, vidmags. Yeah. Oh, zines. Vidzines. Well, you know, GameStop has something where you get a, a game, game informer. informer. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. got that uh, subscription again. Mm-hmm. That renewed <laughs> it because you just want piles of garbage in your in your house. Well, I had it for. We're talking about this off the air. <laughs> uh, email where they were just emailing mm-hmm. me, oh, right. so I can just look at it on <clears throat> my computer. But now it's back to getting back the to actual physical. physical. Yeah, I mean, it's just I just feel like this is a concept that has sort of aged itself out. A yeah. lot of kids today don't uh, don't like want this. They definitely don't appreciate it because they don't know to appreciate it because uh-huh. they have no frame of reference for really like what a. I don't know what a video game. And you know what the store. kids are into, right, Jeremy? Well, like Fortnite. <laughs> no, but I mean, like you know that they hate, they don't want the video game stores or the magazine or the magazines, yeah, yeah, because yeah. they're on their iPads or well, their iPhones. Well, right, and it's like if we could just get off of our screens for a minute to right. enjoy the things around us, you right. know, I feel like we would like live these more fulfilling lives. But mm-hmm. I mean, as as you know, like communication has never been more easier, but also we've never felt more alone. And we'll be right back. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I agree. And we'll be right back. <laughs> no, I agree with you too. I uh, I feel like I don't hate. Like I, I'm not one of these people who fights progress. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. Let's see where this is gonna go. But but you know, I definitely do miss some things, right? Sure. Like for example. The way we were able to talk to women. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> no, I, uh, I I feel very like uh, like nostalgic about a lot Listen, of stuff. Listen, I get a diversity. Yeah. But <laughs> come on. Come on. Yeah. Honestly, that word's triggering for me. <laughs> no, I think that uh, like like the idea of getting in my car and even going somewhere these days does feel like. I have to make all. I have to check all the mental boxes of like, is there another way for me to do this without having to get in my car and go to it? You know what I mean? Right, I get that. Sure. Like, like, can I get this thing on Amazon? How long will it take? Oh no, I need it today, so I'll go to Target. Yeah. But that's so rare that I end up at a Target, at a Walmart. You know. um, Oh, you don't find yourself at Target or Walmart? Do you not frequent Target or Walmart? mm, Target more than Walmart. (laughs) Well, yeah, because I love Target. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I, I love these things too, but because I think the nature of our lives were so yeah. busy, sure, sure. we don't we adults. don't get a chance to go just shopping, right? You know, like I love the American Mall too, but those are almost uh-huh. completely obsolete. Yeah, these days. Yeah. Uh, I still hang at the mall. You do? Yeah. What mall? Santa Anita. Really? Yeah, my sister works there. That's why I'm there uh, oh, frequently. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, I love this because some of this stuff may not apply to July at all in this mm-hmm, episode, mm-hmm. but uh, I know it definitely applies to me and Hearn. Yeah, probably. 
to it you. It does. No, well, uh, I have my own in-the-pocket thing about the Deem stores that we'll get to eventually. But Yeah. Because yeah. we'll g- yeah. like the other thing, too, is you're describing Target. That's not a Deem store, quote-unquote. Sure. That's, yeah. that's almost like its own little mall. Right. We were talking about like going specifically to like Deem stores, Deem Stop, mm-hmm. Funko Land. Yeah. Uh, KB Toys. KB Toys. Yeah. Back when Toys R Us and you know, Best Toys Buy. Toys R Us, have, even. Yeah. Best Buy would have like the actual demo systems out and mm-hmm. you would be waiting in line with a bunch of other kids uh-huh. who parents yeah. are like getting hdmi cables or whatever yeah. and you're waiting in line to play a playstation demo disc you know and more than even like the big names like funko land or kb toys or R&D. toys r us i remember like places that were just called like pc and games and it would uh-huh. just be like a place in the mall yeah. and it was such a small it was like maybe even the size of like two of our dining rooms, you Uh know, just like two of them next. And wall to wall, the shelves would be like weird, like anime VHS imports Mm -hmm. and uh, fucking, I remember like going into those stores and seeing like a Neo Geo pocket and being like, Mm -hmm. what the hell world Uh is this? Uh Because I also like, when you were a kid, like I I, I didn't know what the Neo Geo pocket was. Mm -hmm. To me, it was like, it was just like blew my mind that there was more video games other than Sega and Super Nintendo that I didn't know about. Right. Uh, and you could learn about that stuff and you had to learn about it by going into a store. Mm-hmm. Like there wasn't really internet at the time to like look up stuff. Uh, information wasn't so readily available. You could have probably seen it in a gaming magazine, sure. but unless you had a subscription, mm-hmm. you probably only read gaming magazines when your mom went to Vons, which is exactly like when I used to read them. So I want to go around and talk about our favorite memories in video game stores growing up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also want to highlight some cool video game stores that are still around yeah. today, uh, whether they be chains, uh, chains or just local, you know, Los Angeles area. Video I game recently stores. went to one uh, uh, game dude. Yeah. Game dude. Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't been there. That yeah. One. yeah. Yeah. But you've been there, Hearn, huh? Yes. So, so tell me about game dude. What is it like in there? It's really cool. It's like really, uh, they have yeah. a huge like selection of almost every system yeah i believe and um they have a couple arcade systems in there mm-hmm. too also I, for I, sale no, no but just like playable to play yeah. and um what's really cool is they have like the walls lined with like old posters mm-hmm. and uh like uh, promotional art for video games from like all the way back to super nintendo to now that's cool it's really cool that's really cool. And how big is the actual real estate of the place? It's pretty huge. Yeah, it's like a warehouse situation yeah. where. Oh, nice. It's like it's up in uh, Sherman Oaks and something like that. It, not Sherman Oaks. It's like Sherman Way and uh, some street. Mm-hmm. But it's like up in North Hollywood, and it's just with this area where all the stuff next to it, not game related, not anything like there's like a vacuum store or something. Yeah. Like there's just it's like would be a factory or something if it wasn't this big game store where you can buy yeah. and sell games really reasonably. It and sounds like huge. Everything. It sounds yeah. like yes. way bigger than like a Funko Land. It's, or it's a big place. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, like what Joy says, it has all this stuff and all like their prices are really good and you can trade in way better like i was getting used to it because i would trade in games and they had way better deals on it than gamestop gamestop and they would accept older stuff and then on top of that but then looking at all the stuff yeah the prices are really good and they go all the way back and you know it's still up to date like i started pre-ordering stuff there when i was living up in that area yeah that's really that that is that's exciting Yeah. yeah um so i guess we still have stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. We still yeah. have like that game dude place. We have uh, there's like a number of other like independently yeah. owned local yeah. game stores. I've been to a couple. I haven't never been to one as impressive as that, mm-hmm. but I've been to a couple like that feel like 
almost like pawn shoppy, but they have like a little game selection, uh-huh. but they're calling themselves a video game store. Okay. There's one actually very close here, here in K town. That's like video games, just like the name of it. <laughs> and you walk in and it's got like a bunch of loose 3ds carts with right. no box. And, uh, and like some Wii U controllers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's got, it doesn't have like a lot of stuff There's in a lot there. Of that downtown too. Yeah. Like in the um, yeah. fashion district mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But like the, th- I think the most predominant game store that's still around is obviously GameStop. GameStop, which, GameStop is still mm-hmm, a thing, mm-hmm. and For now. we don't know how much longer that's going to be. Yeah, because I, f- we, I think we all have that sense. Yeah, like how do you? Well, how, there's yeah. been news about it where it's like their stocks dropping. Yeah, mass one. layoffs. Yeah, mass layoffs. Like, yeah. and people are talking about like it might get sold off the same way Toys R Us got sold off, where clearly it's just going to be sold off so that the people who own it can then liquefy it. Like they don't care. Yeah. So we'll see. But yeah. uh, liquidate it? Liquidate it. Liquefying it sounds yeah, well, awesome. This <laughs> melt the building. Yeah. <laughs> you just take a big old flame for Yeah. Does anyone like GameStop? Well, that's where yeah, the actual conversation is is like, are we gonna miss it? Like it's a game store, obviously it's a big game chain, but you know, uh-huh. we talked about going out to shop and you're bringing up Target and Walmart, you're bringing up Right. Like that's where if you need physical media of games that are out now, that might as well be it. And then the other elements of GameStop that are still kind of relevant, like the resale, the pre-owned games, like those can still be found elsewhere. So is it, yeah, like what would we really be missing if it's gone? Right. I like the idea of a GameStop now, but I used to love it a lot Mm -hmm. because it did feel communal. Mm -hmm. They would do, I would go to like opening night when a new game was being released, that kind of thing. And you're just like, talking with everyone in your neighborhood mm-hmm. and uh just super ex- i know it was, i did that for like uh medieval too <laughs> yeah i did that for that <laughs> <laughs> um i did that for uh the one of the smash games I, oh sure uh and that was really cool because they did like a tournament too and oh cool uh but yeah, yeah. i mean i don't know if I, it, it might also be part of just growing older yeah. with what you're saying is like yeah we're busy we don't mm. probably have enough time to just browse around and yeah i mean i guess you know places like amazon have made that unnecessary so right. like whereas before you'd have to make all this time to like go to a video game store to pick up your game if you want to go play it now you can start to budget your time differently knowing that full well you can buy that digitally or you can just have that ready at your house day one yeah that's another thing is um the the quickness and how you can get a game now it's so easy to do that mm-hmm. and also there might be some sort of deal if you do it if you buy it digitally oh yeah just through Amazon or right. what have you. And the deal is, and this is kind of getting into like a new conversation that mm-hmm. we'll get into in a different episode. You also won't, you'll have more shelf space because you're buying right. it digitally. So you don't have to like have the clutter in your house. Right. Well, yeah. no, I mean, I hear you, pal. I hear you. I, I, uh, I actively, I prefer the physical. I prefer case. the physical and I prefer, and I like having it on my shelf. Yeah. That yeah. brings Art me, that does bring me discs. joy. But at the same time, realistically, yeah. you know, am I building a little gaming warehouse in my own home? Right. Yeah. Am I? Is that what I'm doing? Right. Or am I trying to be reasonable about the economy of space that I actually have? Yeah. You know, we don't live in like when I used to live in Texas, 
you know, the same price for like a one bedroom apartment would get you a two and a half bedroom apartment and like all, oh. like a yard and stuff. Sure. Like it's it's a lot cheaper, right? So you had more physical space mm-hmm. to do stuff with. Sometimes I feel like, you know, in places like New York and especially New York, but also in Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, you know, you just can't fit stuff, really. Uh, and I'm running into that too. I'm about to move, and I'm about to move into a new, uh, Ooh, new movie yeah, exclusive. Yeah, moving a uh, little uh, VGA comedy oh, show exclusive. Wow. We're moving. In, moving. Yeah, we're moving to Highland Park. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Facts and like moving up, then Jeremy's moving out. Yeah, and moving up and moving out. But there's like a but that we're gonna move into like a smaller room, uh-huh. straight up. Yeah. Uh, I'll have it. I'll have like a cooler. I'll have like a cool pods podcast space and that's sort of like the deal is like i get this little space but smaller room but like closer to me yeah closer to Mm -hmm. closer to july closer to a lot of people closer to connor i think closer to Hearn too probably maybe technically uh but yeah we're we're looking at okay well how are we gonna put all of my gaming systems on the Mm. wall because like that's Uh how small the room is right you know like so let alone like start my atari 2600 collection now you know it's just not gonna happen (laughs) um but yeah, so I guess I guess I'll start with like a a pretty cool a pretty big memory I had of mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, going to like, uh, when I was a kid, block we had we had blockbusters still, but um, I actually didn't start going to blockbusters until this other place had to close down. It was called CD Warehouse, okay, and it was a chain warehouse music CD Warehouse mm-hmm. was a was like a brief chain. That it definitely existed in Los Angeles because that's where I would go to it in LA. Da, 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 Los Angeles. Angeles. And uh, I remember that my parents specifically went there because their prices were competitive against blockbusters. Mm-hmm. Like they were cheaper rentals for VHSs and cheaper rentals for video games. And uh, man, I just remember I, as a kid walking in and that was how like I learned about a new video game mm-hmm. was I I literally like before my mom could leave the store, I'd have to browse every single, uh, like every single title. Like I just had to like look at each yeah. one just to see them again. And uh, even for like systems I didn't have, like the Sega Genesis, I'd like look at all those boxes too. And I remember sometimes like as a little kid having like the we- these weird thoughts of like, 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 no, don't look at the Sega games because that'll, that'll break your heart because you mm-hmm. don't have a Sega. Right. You know what I mean? I remember being like, yeah. no, nah, I can't do it. I can't do it. So I'd like, I'd like browse the Super Nintendo games. And I, and I remember like when Donkey Kong Country came out being like, what? Like, what, ha- what is this? And like, and like, and like, there's a big display for it. And like, I remember holding it and they had a copy and I was just like, I remember just being so excited. Like. Like when we get in the car, I'd be, have it on my lap and I'd just be like, oh my gosh, like I'm holding it. Like no one can take it away <laughs> from me and I right. can go home and play it as soon as. And of course, once you actually pop the cartridge in and start playing it, nothing is ever as good as like the hope of a mm. new good video game. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like I probably played that game a lot, but you know, once, once you first turn it on and start playing it, you're like, oh, I know what it is. Great. Uh-huh. But like just the, the ramp up is so mm. much more uh exciting uh when you have this sort of wish fulfillment that that, i mean i still probably feel like that now yeah that's why i love the cases yeah just taking a look at it yeah i I do kind of miss uh manuals in games 
I miss manuals in games a lot because yeah, yeah. that was just free art yeah. that came with the yeah. game. It was like free art, free promotional materials. Mm-hmm. Uh, Even like strategy guides back in the day, <sighs> like especially the oh, Nintendo yeah. official ones. Like they had like maps, they had like all details. Yeah. They, they were like director's commentary almost, like special features of a DVD, but as magazines. I read the Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I had that one so much that it just like tore apart mm-hmm. for over the years. Same. Is it the one with like the cover? is like a bunch of links like coming back down to like the one plank though it's like a blue no dark blue and no purple idea. cover no. mine um, i think was a prima wow. yeah okay. so prima the oh prima they yeah. they folded they went under okay recently oh really? recently? yeah I'm kind of amazed it's recently yeah i was kind of amazed to hear that too mm-hmm. but it was also at the same time really sad to yeah. hear it yeah. even though i thought they had been gone for a while yeah that's what i thought but Prima made strategy guides for uh, all kinds of uh, yeah. all, most most games, mm-hmm. Res- right? I had some Resident Evil ones from them for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. The one I'm the one I'm talking about specifically is this this one here. Oh, okay, no. This I, is the I, one you had. I had the one Brady games and that one to yeah, the left the of one it. I had. I had the yeah. I had the one that was the, one like to the, the Nintendo sixty four golden one. That's the one I had. Yeah. Yeah. With Link, we and all the, had different the Zelda arrow. Ocarina of Time yeah. strategy guys. Yeah, different. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I mean, like, uh, uh, just like the wall of games mm-hmm. is something that I think mm-hmm. I really responded yeah. well to, and and it's still like even when I go into a GameStop, which my opinion of GameStop is very low. Like, I yes. feel like that's now just a place where they s- try to sell toys. Like, yeah. oh, for sure. Yeah, they Fun- sell dolls, T-shirts, Funko Pops. The store yeah, is just toys. Yeah, um, and and it's like that should be a place where you do go in and buy an N64 game or an old beat up PlayStation one. Yeah. yeah and right? it was that up to a point yeah. where they just decided not to do that anymore. Now I think the oldest thing you can buy in there is probably a DS game mm-hmm. or a Wii game. Mm-hmm. Like you can Maybe still right. buy GBA those games. I don't know. I think I've seen one before. That would recently. be cool if you could buy GBA games in there. Not, I don't, not I, like yeah. a huge selection of it, but yeah. no, I mean, it, it's a little tiny case yeah. up towards the front of the store. Right. Yeah. Uh, really but for the most part, they sell like newer stuff, and I'm guessing that they the the choice for it is because their business model could not sustain having all that stock. Sure, but that that also sucks because that's sort of what they should be like. Yeah. That's that could be that could be the offering be, that would make sense, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. If it was older stuff that you you don't want to like pay to get shipped in from Japan, or you don't want to pay to get shipped yeah. in from a different state. Mm-hmm like an old Dreamcast or something, you know, you want to, you want to save up your money and buy an old retro system yep. from a place. Uh, but yeah, now it's just like basically like old Wii games that are covered in uh, yeah. somebody's uh, semen. <laughs> Which is, I just would assume every used, uh, every used game uh, uh, case is covered in. Oh boy. Um, I, I Mickey's a magical way. <laughs> that game is the picture of that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Epic Mickey. I, yeah, Epic Mickey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do have a story actually about a GameStop game I got. I got Tales of Symphonia for GameCube. Back oh, the day. yeah. Had a GameStop pre owned. Mm-hmm. And they, the way they do pre owned games is the cases are out, obviously. And then they have to, you take it to the counter. They go back into their drawers. They find the game and they put it in to the empty case. Mm. So he did that in front of me, opened up the case, put in the GameCube games, closed it back up, gave it to me, I bought it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what he didn't notice, and I didn't notice until I got home, was I opened it up, and behind the manual was a hidden porn disc. <gasps> like, a kid before me owned yeah. it, I guess. Oh! Oh, I have a sound effect for that? Oh, yeah, yeah, I got a sound effect for that right there. It's, uh... 
Uh, this is what happens when Hearn watches porn. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I was bargaining for that. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, I'm just like, that is an interesting case of pre-owned games that could only come <laughs> Those are the halcyon days so, of Hearn. <laughs> we wouldn't be good interviewers if we didn't ask what was on the disc. Yeah, what was on the disc? What uh, kind of porno was it? It was draw and girl. Oh, G on G. Pass. Yeah. No. <laughs> Did I say draw, draw? I meant die on die. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now no, we're talking. Yeah. But what? Yeah. It was just. What were their names? Uh, I'm not going to lie and pass. <laughs> <laughs> make up for ten names, but um, mm-hmm. I recognize a couple, and then uh, <laughs> I don't. Re- it's pr- it's back at my old home somewhere. Probably still hidden behind the manual, but that is like a fun piece. <laughs> that's great. Did you wait? Did you keep it in there for solidarity? Yeah, like I'm that's where like that, that porn disc goes. Honor the previous owner. Oh, like, come on, oh, this was his great. hiding spot. The hiding. It's spot. like so. Mistake. It's back. You put. It's back in that. It's you have it or yeah I still own oh, it. Okay, you have that's it, that's great. Written. So it's just like it's like it follows. It's yeah, just like whoever gets yeah. that game next, it's an unwritten rule. Like come yeah. on, you got it. even like porn DVDs are out of fashion. That's yeah. old, but um, but mm, I think that should be an episode. Yeah, it mm-hmm. should be an old porn DVDs. Uh, one cool thing that I feel like kind of started in game stores was the idea of um pre-orders, right? Yeah. Yes. And pre-orders today. Oh boy. Almost. I mean, they're a joke, right? They're really just a statistics well, race to well, see for like developers to see like how popular this game is pre-release. Yeah, it's like a way of them gauging. Yeah. Even GameStop indulged in that though, where they would make collectors editions or big things. Yeah. Yes, and I think that's their huge thing yeah. now. Yeah, it still is, and famously, they're more pricey than normally. Just yeah, because it's like you're the, getting a huge like yeah. sculpture of a scorpion's head yeah. or mm-hmm. something. <laughs> But it's always that is one. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like two hundred dollars. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, for every there is a Final Fantasy VII remake special edition that I think costs three hundred and forty nine dollars, <laughs> and it comes with a statue of Cloud on a motorcycle, <laughs> and I want it so bad. And Jackie looked at me when I was <laughs> trying to tell her that, and she was like, "It's like that thing or me." Well, here's the thing: there was a version of the Resident Evil Two remake collector's edition that. For Japan, I think only that had a typewriter that was like a complete oh. replica, and it was like two hundred. I was like, I'll pay two hundred for this. I for a type, typewriter because it, it's a working typewriter. Oh, it's a working yeah. typewriter, and it just it has it has the insignia of umbrella on it. And Did everything. you buy it? No, but it's because it's a Japan exclusive. I don't oh. know how much it would cost to ship. You would probably have to ship it, it. Yeah, yeah, but if that was a thing out here, yeah, yeah I'd buy that. If it's a working typewriter, especially, yeah, because yeah, those are hard to oh, come by. Yeah, I think, and ultimately, the thing that I have against GameStop, especially in its current form, and the thing that is so cool about stuff like that is like they're not as celebratory of gaming as other places are. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, you're doing that because you love Resident Evil, you love yeah. that game. That is a very cool white thing, and it's them recognizing its game, recognized game. It's them going like. Oh yeah, you love our stuff. We're going to give you this opportunity for this thing. And mm-hmm. GameStop kind of just feels like a business now, especially because mm-hmm. they don't do it as well or they don't celebrate it as well. And especially when it comes to and we haven't touched upon it yet, their resale values are famously yeah. terrible. Yeah, where you you buy a game and you sell it back to them a week later, and they're going to take off like twenty, thirty bucks from the price. Yeah, I didn't want. I would. I didn't necessarily want to do like a GameStop yeah. bash, but it, this <laughs> this almost kind of turns into that right. whenever you talk about game stores yeah. because they are they are a monopoly. They yeah. they do put other game stores out of business when they come into a neighborhood, mm-hmm. but also, yeah, 
they're resale. They, I mean, they straight up are like loot box style rip offing, yeah. ripping off kids mm-hmm. who are buying $50, $60 games, trading them in a week later to get a new game. And then they're like hack and slashing those prices. They're even like incentivizing this sort of cheap, disgusting trade by being like, well, if you will give you this much cash, but if we'll give you this much store credit yeah. to like keep you yeah. in there buying keep you in the system. And, uh, and yeah, like GameStop, like I remember back when Resident Evil four came out, they had like that cool, uh, special edition that came with the awesome chainsaw GameCube <laughs> controller. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I remember like, I remember not buying that one uh-huh. because it was too expensive, but I bought the, uh, like the steel case Resident Evil four that came with like a little like portrait of Leon and mm-hmm. like, it was in. A, it was. I remember it was in a red steel case that actually said GameStop in it, like engraved <laughs> in the case. Uh, and it was like stuff like that. I remember being like that. It wasn't more expensive. It was just because you're pre-ordering it, you get the bonus. So it's like yeah, you can buy right. it day one normal, or you can for a pre-order get this bonus thing. Right. And that's the thing they still kind of offer digitally. Yeah. And I, but I feel Skins like it started, yeah. Yeah. started in the game stores where it was usually a t-shirt. You usually got a t-shirt yeah. for free. If you pre-order Donkey Kong country, I love a t-shirt. Yeah. I, I love t-shirts. Give me, give me more teas. Give us some teas. Promotional teas for video games. Yeah. Mm. Especially if they're free and they're just yeah. coming yeah. with the game. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, also, you mentioned a thing that was like Smash tournaments, uh-huh. right? Like, was that at a GameStop? That was at a GameStop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and how many was that for Smash Four? Uh, it yes. wasn't for Ultimate. It was no, it was not for Ultimate. It, was, it had to be. It was Brawl. Brawl. That's what it was. It was Brawl. Yeah, because Wario was the new character. Mm. Oh yeah, mm. I, think. <laughs> I think I shared the story. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, like, does that happen anymore with game in GameStops? Do they have like Halo tournaments or Call of Duty well, tournaments when like new? I looked up World Eight because yeah. I know we're gonna talk about this, mm-hmm. and I get yeah, they're doing uh, Smash tournaments there. Yeah, yeah, but but like uh, in at a GameStop day one when a game releases, do they do they host like fun oh, events and stuff? I'm not sure. I haven't done one. Of those. Yeah, so. yeah. Because like, where would they do it in the store? Is another question. I yeah, think. I guess just at a TV they've. Set yeah, up. yeah, yeah. I think recently the most I've seen that kind of had day one stuff. Like I got Super Mario Odyssey day one mm. at, at a GameStop, mm-hmm. and I even noticed it, I was up in Burbank at the time. I noticed the Best Buy had a line out the door. Mm-hmm. People were waiting to get their copy, but then I just called up GameStop and. And they're like, yeah, come on in. We only have two people in line right now. So I'm like, okay. So I go there, and their only day one thing they're doing is everyone's wearing a tappy. That's it. <laughs> like they're they're not like playing music. They're not playing the game. They're not like yeah. doing anything to celebrate. They're uh-huh. just like, hey, yeah. we're all wearing tappies. And it's not that Best Buy does that either. But no, I wouldn't I know, expect it from a Best Buy. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like right. But I'm going to the game store now. Yes. And they like just the Jane third in line when I'm waiting in line is pretty good deal. Yeah. But like, other than that, they're not doing anything to help me like feel excited about Jane Odyssey on day one. Mm-hmm. Something I'm realizing too, about this conversation that I actually hadn't thought of before was almost like this implied altruism of the game store that like, yeah, that it was like this idea that they were a game store because they loved video yes. games. Right. And if that's true, then they would like host events, hang up posters, right. give you right. swag, like, right. Uh, be as excited about the game releasing as you are, as opposed to it being the cold, uh, uh, the cold Sunday morning Best Buy shelves yeah, or something, uh-huh. or for Friday Friday morning Best Buy shelves, or like employees who like don't know what the game is, don't give a shit. Yeah, right. Like that to me is what GameStop feels like now, mm-hmm. as opposed to like what I what I felt like game stores were kind of famous for, like 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 comic book stores, like nerds yeah. work there uh-huh. and they love the thing that they mm-hmm. sell and they know a lot about it. 
And that's why you could haggle with a game store uh, uh, employee about right. how, how much something was worth if you were selling it back. Right. Or like, hey, I want this copy of Duck Hunt on NES, but like, I'm not going to pay 10 bucks for it. Come on, mm-hmm. give it to me for a dollar. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. like that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that thing that's, that still exists, but it's so rare mm-hmm. to come by. Um, but yeah, have you guys ever haggled the price of a game? I did buy accident one time at a flea market. I, <laughs> I there. Wait, like, sometimes you do that at flea markets. They right. have like old school game. Wait, like, there was one guy just selling Nintendo sixty four games, mm. and he's sitting there like with all the like a bunch of them. Like I don't know how he got all the inventory, but he did, and he's obviously selling off for normal prices. Mm-hmm. And he had like Mario. I got Mario Tennis. And it was like 15 bucks, and I only had a $10 bill. And I think he thought I was bartering because I was like, oh, shoot, I only have 10 Let me go to the ATM. Mm-hmm. It was literally what I said. I'm like, I'll buy it for 15 I'm not going to handle. But he, I think he assumed I was doing the whole thing of like, I'm just going to leave. <laughs> yeah. Right. And he's like, all right, fine. I'll give it to you for 10 Wow. Like, awesome. All right. I'll buy that for 10 You just like tripped into a haggle. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I, yeah my charisma level was at high. <laughs> <laughs> that's, um, yeah. that's a good strategy to do. Yeah, I no, little, now I realize if in you're retrospect, not trying to do it. Yeah, it's like almost like having different like bills and pockets or something like, oh, I only have five dollars. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I could walk away and you don't know if I'm a guaranteed sale anymore. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Also, I feel like just like the barrier of buying a thing was mm-hmm. so huge in that like if I was saving for a system or a game, mm-hmm. like I was always in the store, like looking at it. And that was like my weird, like vision board uh, of it, you know? Yeah. And so I'd be like at home, like saving, whatever. Yeah. But the thing is, is like, if I, there's so many steps between me and buying the thing that I could easily talk myself out of it too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. on the way to the place, yeah. like when I'm handing the cash over, you know, like, like there's all these different steps. Whereas now it is just like, I click a button and then it's like $30 has gone from my account. And then yeah. a copy of, but Samus Metroid Two for 3DS is coming to my house. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. hmm. like it's not, as, it's not quite as, uh, I don't know, climactic. Yeah, there's less right. room for error for you to be like, oh, maybe yeah. I don't need this game. Uh, I know, I know. Connor still goes to Best, Best Buys. Buy, yeah. That he's a big Best Buy because he likes those, those he's points. A big Best Buy boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I still have the Gamers Club thing, so I get twenty mm-hmm. percent off till seriously September of this year or something. Yeah, because they're yeah. doing away with it, right? It's gone officially, but whoever. Bought still. an account, yeah. Mm. It was still owed for till it ends. Nice. I need to just commission Connor to buy me some games and just be like, I'll pay you back from and get mm-hmm. the discount. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um. So and so you you buy all your stuff from Best Buy? Most of the time, yeah. Unless there's like a huge, uh, better deal. Yeah. At, on you know Wario 64's Twitter account. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'll just do Doing this. the Lord's work, that Warrior 64. How does he do it? I don't know. I used to have notifications for him turned on because I just always wanted to see. And I ended up spend. I ended up breaking yeah. me. So I just stopped. I had to like, turn them off because oh, I, of I didn't want to know, actually, as much as I thought I wanted to know about of sales. Course. I actually don't because I end up buying like, wait a minute, are you kidding me? Fucking, this is Well, here's the thing. I like got 21. Crash Team Racing 20% off Best Buy. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. And then the next day, <laughs> the next day, he tweets something out where Amazon is having some deal where it's like you, you're saving $15 on it. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm like, what? Wow. Like, this is crazy. That is crazy. That's so nuts. That's nuts. Um, within a day. Within one day. Mm-hmm. That's how much people love Crash Team <laughs> Racing. Within one day. Poor Crash Bandicoot, huh? Yeah. Yeah. He's so great, but people don't appreciate him. They take him for granted, really. Do they? Crash? Yeah, uh-huh. I think so. 
Mario, no one takes him for granted. Even Sonic. Uh-huh. But Crash is like... Uh, yeah, he's kind of like the forgotten... The forgotten son. The <laughs> yeah, the mascot. <laughs> uh great so like uh what are some uh do we want to highlight some game stores locally in the area we kind of did with game dude yeah. but uh mm-hmm. well, i went to one recently that connor turned us on about mm-hmm. so and i'll bring it up because also i was seeing they had this event happening today and it talked about sort of the positive side of what you know the game events that it's stored on mm-hmm. so in burbank right near the mall area they're across the bridge, if you know what I'm talking about. Fell <laughs> Burbankers. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, there's yeah. a game store called <laughs> Game Realms. Uh-huh. And they are kind of like a very... They're almost like a mini game dude. They have a bunch of walls lined with stuff. They have all this stuff. Very friendly staff. Very knowledgeable. Very smart. Mm-hmm. They have game demos out. Like, I played, like a Nintendo Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles while I was waiting and then they had like just Switch demos they had, like you know the actual game systems plugged into TVs mm. they had all sorts of different things for sale like video game soundtracks on vinyl and stuff and oh that's see that's cool yeah. because that's like that's I sh- something I didn't even think about like I, I would want in a video game yeah. store like some vinyls or some even some CDs yeah, some imports exactly. so some soundtracks Um, and uh, that was that picture of the virtual boy I showed you right there. it's all shitty just tucked in a corner yeah, up on well, a shelf I yeah. even asked and they're like that one doesn't work for real I'm like ah uh, did they, uh, were they selling ones that actually worked I don't think so they said they have and here's the other thing they have like occasional like shop meets where people just come in with stuff and you can yeah. trade and bargain and buy <clears throat> Um. And the other cool thing is they have specific uh, exclusive releases. Like there are some games for Switch, especially nowadays, that are f- not physical only releases. Like they're only digital releases. Mm-hmm. But the game developers will make and give to specific game stores physical copies of them, including mm-hmm. like Ari in the Blind Forest, for instance, was one of them. I noticed that had only that like only Game Realms was allowed to sell a physical copy of it. Like, aside from maybe online. Really? Somewhere from the original people. Like, it's sort of like how Celeste is going to do a physical release soon. Like, mm-hmm. that's going to be limited. It's not going to, like, Best Buy or GameStop's probably not going to have them. So you go to yeah. specific specialty stores. Yeah. So they're one of those. And just even talking to the person about it, they knew all this stuff. So it's not, you know, a jaded GameStop employee who's yeah. not caring. It's someone who loves video games. Mm-hmm. And then talking about events that are going on, this is happening today as we're recording. Uh, there is a the, for the video game judgment. The voice actor Greg Chun is at the store, oh. and he's signing copies of that or any game he's done. Wow! Voice acting for, and it's just like that kind of thing. They were advertising that when yeah. I was in the store, and I'm like, that's pretty nifty. It's like this whole thing of if you love the yeah. game, and you're excited about it. It's that added incentive of, and for no cost, you can go in and meet a person behind it and get a signed copy. That's amazing. That's great. That's that's So highly recommend if you're in LA or Burbank, go to Game Realms, tell them Michael sent you. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Ask them when they're dating the virtual boy. Do they have any Dreamcast stuff in there? They do. Yeah. I was considering buying a couple. They actually had um, Power Stone 2. Mm-hmm. I had a copy already, so I was asking if they had Power Stone 1. Do you have a Dreamcast? I do. Okay. Were they selling Dreamcast there? I didn't see the systems out, but I assume so. Mm-hmm. They do have some. I did see some systems on display. I don't know how far back it goes. Like yeah. I don't know if they have actual. Like they have the Super Nintendo, Nintendo sixty four games are all out. So maybe I assume they sell the systems. Yeah. As well. mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, and Game Dude does that too. By the way, they do sell older systems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very tempted occasionally. Every time I go in there to get a Wii U bundle, they have. A Wii U? Yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting for more ports to justify me not doing that, though. Wii U is an interesting console in that you can... 
it can be it's your Wii also. Yeah. So if you mm-hmm. have neither, that's yeah. both. Well, that's the upside too. Is what's tempting me is like I want to be able to play GameCube Wii Wii U games, and that's the way to do it. Yeah. yeah. Also, just buying a Wii too, I realize is like buying a GameCube because you can play GameCube yes. games. And right. That. All right, we're all doing the Game Dude right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, July, you got any other uh, other than Game Dude? Any other any other places you like recommend? Or, or um, that's only one I've been to recently. Honestly, I yeah. haven't been to World Eight, although it looks interesting. Looks cool. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's nifty. Yeah. Um, I know there's one really close to me that I always pass by it's called Japan Video Games, but mm-hmm. I've never stepped inside. Yeah, I noticed a place when I was driving around Highland Park too that was just like it had like a big Mega Man mural on the side of the building. Mm-hmm. It was like a really small building, mm-hmm. and I couldn't really tell though because it had like a bunch of video game posters in the window, mm-hmm. but I couldn't tell like what <laughs> if it was if it was something or sure. if it was abandoned or what right. was it you know like. Yeah, there uh, are those ones. Like, there's even in the Burbank Mall, there's, like, a little game thing. And they have a cool display of, like, they have, like, it looks like a Mario level. It has the brick. It has a yeah. Mario, like, mm-hmm. h- hanging up in it. And you go in, and it's just whatever games they were lucky enough to have. Like, right. all the Nintendo GameCube spots, like, just that random selection of games. Like, yeah. there's, no ra- there's not as much rhyme and reason to it as, like, a game dude or a more, like, collective uh, game store. Right, yeah. So there, those always exist. <clears throat> and at the end yeah. of the day, too, I think one of the biggest positives about game stores, unlike the mono- a monopoly like GameStop or Best Buy or Walmart, is that they are they have competitive pricing, yeah. more reasonable pricing for stuff. For example, retro stuff. Say you're like me and you sold an entire collection of Nintendo stuff back when you were younger and you're like, man, I really actually wish I had Beautiful Joe. <laughs> you could go into a place and buy it for... You know what beautiful Joe's probably actually worth, which is like ten dollars, as mm-hmm. opposed to, you know, you go online and it's like, okay, we're bidding on this for forty dollars for some yeah. reason, just because yeah. it has a case, yeah. but it's not, it's not worth that yeah. ever, you know. Um, but yeah, I I like I would I would go to these more often. Um, again, time is a is a big constraint. Time is like a big reason why not to. Um, but I will say that for reasons, for, for some reasons, I w- had to go into a Best Buy recently to buy Mario Maker 2. And some reasons. Some reasons, which some we reasons. will not talk about on the podcast. Uh, oh they are deeply personal and a little illegal and a little problematic. Whoa. No, they're none of those things. I just, I just, uh, I, I just want to put on my Best Hardwick Buy. Hardwick over you. <laughs> Let's just say I was being chased around by a woman pirate. <laughs> Uh, no, I just wanted to put it on my Best Buy credit card, uh, and I wanted it now. Fair enough. So I was like, I was like, I'm gonna go. And also, I feel like the Switch still incentivizes you to buy physical copies because, mm-hmm. like, I bought a giant SD card yeah. for my Switch, mm-hmm. micro SD. Yeah. But it, I say giant. It was like 64 gig, 32 or 64 gig. Maybe it was 120. No, no, it was like 128 gig. That uh-huh. thing filled up it like up yeah. fast. Yeah. So it was like. I don't want to. I, I I don't want to have more than one of those, because yeah. I don't want. I want to have like games you loose on a bunch of. Yeah. S- that's what I don't like. Yeah, yeah. been back yeah. to the old school thing of memory cards where if you're like, no, my Final Fantasy save is on the blue one. Or right. One is well, I would only one. ever have one memory card at a time, always Damn. plugged into my system, mm-hmm. because I was like, 
No, if I ha- I'm, I'm going to start clearing saves if mm-hmm. I have too many yeah. on this. Because I, did, I didn't, I wanted to avoid that at all costs. Yeah. So I, yeah. And so I want, I was like, I know Mario Maker. Also, like, there's like a downloading levels aspect to it. So I was like, I want to keep yeah. that. And uh, uh, I, so I, so I bought that and I, uh, and I opened it up and I'm like, oh man, like I, I opened up the case uh-huh. and it's like, a full Mario spread on the inside of the case. Right. Okay. And it's like art you would not have if you bought it digitally. Mm -hmm. Like I was planning to do, you know, which is Is so cool. Do you buy most of your switch games digitally? Yeah. I tried to buy, I, I, at at some point I, I made like one more, I I made like one, it was like, I think it was Mega Man 11 when that came out. I like Mm -hmm. bought that physically and it was such a short game that I remember feeling like, it's such a hassle having to take those cartridges in and sure. out that I was like, I'm just going to buy digital from now on. Yeah. Especially if it's a game that I'm going to play a lot that I want to yeah. always just have on my switch. That makes so sense. Uh, sure. smash ultimate was like, it's probably the biggest game I have uh-huh. bought digitally, yeah. but there's a few, but like all indie games I buy digitally. Obviously. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 And um, usually those are smaller in size anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. And there's a few other games like I, I bought, I, I mostly buy digitally, but, I hadn't bought a physical game in a very long time. And it was like, you know, so you Mario Maker 2. So didn't it feel good? It felt, it and it felt good to go because yeah. I had this whole conversation with the clerk there mm-hmm. at Best yeah. Buy about it. He was like, yeah. He's like, how is this game? And I just remember going like, I haven't played it yet. I Buying it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I don't know. Uh, but it was still it was still great. Was like, There's like a human interaction part of it. And, you know, I got to browse around, see like, there's weird stuff that you don't even know exists until you go into a oh, game store. Yeah. You know? Recently, I saw some uh, horse riding game <laughs> for PlayStation Four. Yeah, it's like I'm not gonna see that just online browsing exactly games that I know I want to buy. And yeah, just, you're gonna stumble through stuff like that just browsing games or like weird peripherals for your systems that I didn't know. There's a like a <sighs> Splatoon for Switch, but it's like Crayolas. Yeah, <laughs> you seen that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. There's just like little toy elements to games mm-hmm. that you didn't know about. I mean, like Labo's another thing too, yeah, where I'm uh-huh. like, I'm like, I it don't has to be physical. Yeah, you have to like look at it physically to understand what it is. Like on on when you see it online, you're like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. seems okay. But yeah, we should wrap up this uh, this episode. Cool. It, this ended up being less of a downer than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> As, despite my best efforts. To despite be yeah, despite <laughs> all of our best efforts to kind of treat it like it was a funeral. I guess there are probably there are more game stores around than you probably think yeah. there are. Yes, but they still are very rare, and you should support your local yes. game store as yes. much as you can. I know you're busy. I know you don't have the space. I know you don't have the time. Yeah, but if you can get your ass in there, yeah. it's going to keep these places alive. And trust me, you know, treat yourself to a classic game because that's where they're going to be. Yeah, that's where they're yeah. going to be. And if you're and if you're somebody like me who hobbies in video games and is and loves and loves that hobby and continually likes to buy retro stuff mm-hmm. and kind of keep that collection alive, you're going to want to keep these game stores open because you don't want to rely on eBay's, you don't want to rely on the internet no. No. to get you this stuff. Plus, you can kind of like like I want to buy a PS2 soon. That's like a big thing that I want to buy because mm-hmm. I I'll I'll be able to play PS1 games and PS2 games okay. on it and I want to like there's some stuff I just can't, I just, I, I don't feel satisfied emulating it. And I right. want to have, you know, I want to have it. Uh, I'm going to walk into a game store to buy that because I want to first test to see if it plays both PS2 and PS1 games mm-hmm. and like make sure the laser hasn't broken on them. I have a PS2 story. 
Oh, yeah? When I first got the PS2, it was a Christmas gift, and I was so excited. I carried the box down um, to my grandmother's house. Uh, she lived, like, uh, in a duplex, and you had to walk all down all these stairs to get to her place. And I was running so fast <laughs> oh, that I no. tripped. Oh, and no. The, the, I tripped and fell so hard that the whole system flew out of the box. <laughs> did it break? No. Oh, my God. But I God. thought it did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, I feel like I've done shit like that before. Like, just, like, picking up my new system and then just full-on dropping it on the floor, mm-hmm. like, from, from a good length. Yeah. And, like, it's still working, but me being like, yeah. what have I done? Yeah. yeah. Oh, speaking of retro games, too, I forgot to even mention this on the podcast. Uh, Jackie's dad uh just gave me an xbox 360 whoa Damn. yeah because he was like <laughs> he said because he buys a lot of like call of duties and he says mm-hmm. they were stressing him out <laughs> so he just wanted to get rid of wow, them so he's not gonna get the new one huh yeah no the i mean i guess remake. not i guess not that's about 360 specifically like the last one was like what <clears throat> maybe modern warfare 2 on that one black ops 3 i think i saw oh, wow. a, a, a case in there he, he yeah asked. it's a lot of war games i got war but games. also <laughs> also true crime on ps2 i don't know why that's in there, but it's <laughs> in there. He bought it doesn't work yeah yeah open it up uh, it's a hidden porno yeah. oh <laughs> and that's the callback that we can go out on uh ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening to video games the comedy show uh i hope guy you on enjoy- guy guy on guy uh <laughs> I hope you enjoyed our little uh, our little retrospective on the video game stores, and uh, I hope that if you have any video game store stories uh, and you want to share them on the show, I'd be happy to read them. You can email us at uh, vgacomedyshow at gmail.com. And if you have any other questions, concerns, comments, I'll read basically anything on air. I don't care. Also, rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, man, just iTunes. I don't really care about the other the other platforms. Michael Hearn, you want to uh, plug anything? Uh, yes. My Twitter, Instagram, and Vimeo are Michael C. Hearn. Um, I will be releasing a new short film this following month, July. And watch it, please. Okay. Sounds good. And uh, July? Yeah, uh, follow my uh, podcast, Inside Video Games and Gaming, on Twitter, uh, at InsideVAG, and uh, listen to the show. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's, a, it's a very funny show, funnier than this show. Check it out. <laughs> Everyone check it out. Uh, and yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, at Ocarina of Crime. And yeah, that's about it, guys. Uh, everybody, you know, have a safe drive on your way to work or whatever it is you're going to, <laughs> whether you be treasure tracking or uh, just using your head as like a bouncy platform for people to get to another place. <laughs> uh, what else do toads do? Everybody pitch a job that a toad would do. Uh, that a toad would do? Mm-hmm. Mm. Not a platform and not treasure tracking. Okay. Um <laughs> Being, uh, being, getting lost, I guess, because I guess oh, that's yeah. a thing in Luigi's mm-hmm. Mansion, right? Yeah, if They're you're getting paid, if you're getting paid to get lost, <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, be careful doing that, Hearn. Um, well, famously, there's treasure tracking captain, so Captain Toad is the head of the treasure tracker. So I have to imagine they are just minor toads like that are mining. Oh, mining. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So be careful in the mines. Yes, in the yeah. mines, they probably have little uh, canaries that are smaller than a toad <laughs> they're also toads yeah, but with little, little wings <laughs> yeah yeah and they yeah r.i.p to those as well <laughs> yeah r.i.p to those r.i.p to the vine <laughs> uh r.i.p to hardwick's career yeah r.i.p to the american video game store mm-hmm. 
Uh, okay, goodbye. Bye. In business for over a decade, VideoGameCentral.com brings you the newest releases as well as hard-to-find gaming products. Whether you're looking for new games or something retro, we're bound to have it. We also have a large selection of game-related t-shirts, toys, and collectibles. Visit us online or stop by our store located in Maspeth, New York, and live the experience.